What is being an emotional tissue? Why does it take a village to raise a child? And what happens when part of that village passes? Also, what the damn hell is an alpha female? This is basically life. Looking at queer sex, love, and living. And I'm your host, Tiff Muga. Hi, I'm Nonya Meza Lobolonga, the human equivalent of a Swiss knife. <laughs> ah, did you get that one? <sighs> That's Nyami, pronouns she, her. I first met Nyami when she was helping us do a major turnaround for an organization I was messing around with. And damn, did she handle that shit like a champ? Her strengths are making an organization get its head out of its proverbial ass, digital marketing, and also, I think, some e-marketing. But we'll find out about that. She is a digital entrepreneur who seeks to help companies and organizations be better. Also, Nyami does have the most addictive personality. It's a mess. Nyami. Hi. My baby. Hey, mama. Are you good? What up? Um, no, I'm good. I am, I am hot soul right now. Uh, I've just lost the first of my parents in terms of my tribe, but I am, I feel her. She's with me. Um, so, yeah, I'm good. Good. I'm, I'm going to ask more about this later. You know that, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So, okay. <laughs> Let's just ju- jump right into it. Let's be adults and focus, right? Mm. So, you, you're a whole entrepreneur, hey? Mm. Like, yeah, no, I asked you a question while you have on. Mm. What is that? What is that? You're eating a nachi. Who eats a nachi during a podcast recording? A <laughs> <laughs> guest at a podcast recording. Why you want to bring McDonald's next time? Okay, so um, <laughs> for those of you who have never had the pleasure of seeing me, I'm always eating something. So <laughs> we didn't think this one through. I did okay, not. So. I did not. <laughs> okay. Okay. Mm. So okay. So you are a whole entrepreneur. Mm, what do mm, you do? Mm. Like. You must just explain. You must break it down. Okay. So I think before I'm an entrepreneur, I'm a, I'm a human being. Mm-hmm. And before we can discuss entrepreneurship or that sort of thing, I think we need to discuss the issue of work. Oh. So work is, 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 is more aligned to somebody's purpose, not exactly you know, what somebody does to make money. Mm-hmm. And I know that we've got that twisted right now, but that's pretty much where I am in my life right now. So I stepped away from corporate to learn how to feed myself. And what that was, was how do you get food into yourself? How do you house yourself without a monthly check? Because that breeds a sense of complacency in me that also sets up an, an unreasonable expectations. So I then decided, okay, let me learn how to feed myself and what are the methods of feeding myself. So entrepreneurship is one of the vehicles, right? Okay. Um, and I think that's the one that we're comfortable, that's the word we're comfortable using when, we're, when we see somebody not getting a monthly Yeah, monthly no, check, it's right? standard. You're an entrepreneur. Right? Like, it's fine. Like, oh, so you don't work at a bank every day. You're no. an entrepreneur, no. my baby. <laughs> okay, fair enough. So, um, yeah, what do I do? What is my work? My work is, okay, so I have... Two businesses, mm-hmm. but I have a lot of work. Ah. Okay? So I have divided the my purpose and what I would like to offer to the world into two vehicles. And one is do you deliver? And that is my management consulting. 
Mm-hmm. And that is where I help organizations and people unfuck themselves um, in the sense of strategy, in, in the sense of, you know, human resources, in, in the sense of people. And those two can be completely different things. Human resources and people. And people. Oh, wow. Um, they can't, they're not mutually exclusive, but like the strategy you think of human, with both. You think different. human resources, you just think people. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But when you have human resources, you don't really treat them like people. Mm-hmm. That's a human resource strategy. It's not a people strategy, right? Oh, oh, oh okay. I see the what you did there. It's a, it's a, it's a person because now. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Let okay. me just sit quietly. In, mm-hmm. in in the same way that you're you're seeing a lot of messaging right now around COVID, um, is is you ask a lot of employees what they're hearing and they they'll tell you compliance. Mm-hmm. They won't tell you save each other. They won't say survive together. They'll say compliance. Compliance. And that's how you treat resources, not people. Like you wipe down a table, you wipe down your employee. Yo. So like, so basically you help people unfuck themselves. You help people get their head out their ass, essentially. Yeah. So I think the, so on an organizational level, obviously that's up to them because they, it's, it's, it's issue based. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and I think that it works the same with the human being. I don't um, do the, the models that we consultants have just because they're sexy and they're fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I want to make sure that there's a result. So what do we, what, where does it hurt and how do we heal it? Um, yeah. That is awesome. So, okay. That sounds like a lot of hours, babes. Yeah. Like a lot of yeah, hours. Yeah. 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 How are you managing to, are you dating? Actually, let's start from there. Are you dating? <laughs> mm. Because like you sound Woo! like you work like, you're one of those people who starts at like 4 a.m. and like ends at what time? How many hours do you think you work on um, average? Okay, so the dating issue. Yeah, because no, there's a, a lot. There's a lot there. There's a lot there, right? Uh huh. So no, I am not in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Yes, I am re- in. A Are you in a situationship? Situationship. I don't know actually. Wait, am I? <laughs> If you'd asked me last week, the answer would have been yes. Um, wow, a lot changes in a week. I know, right? Babes. I know, right? It's like, no, but like you must understand that our lives have become status updates. So a lot changes very quickly. <laughs> There's no time to be reading the same status for six weeks, guys. I mean, what are we doing with tenure? Anyway, no. Um, no, I, I, I'm in a, in a space of healing. Mm-hmm. I'm in a space of reconfiguration. Um, and realignment. So I don't have space for somebody else's stuff. Um, not only that, but I think my software is upgrading itself mm-hmm. and I'm upgrading a few things that, you know, I need to personally attend to. So you can't deal with all lots I of apps, guys. Too many apps. Lewis, accidental downloads and viruses. <laughs> and no, so no, like, no. please update no, no, this no, software no, in here. No vibes, no vibes. So you're not dating. And it's, so it's, it's more of a personal journey than a work journey. Has, has work gotten in the way of your like, dating life in the past? So as soon as I like stopped getting jobs and I started having work mm-hmm. life has become a whole thing you know it's not just this part is for the man mm-hmm. this part is for me mm-hmm. the whole thing is me you know I'm whole I function as a whole yeah so work dating all of it is, is a part of my life you know so when somebody so when we talk about being a part of the life we talk about harmony as well right and I was telling you earlier, and you're going to see my place soon, mm-hmm. but I, I've cultivated peace mm-hmm. 
very purposefully. I've cultivated my sense of order mm-hmm. very purposefully and, and intentionally. So I'm very protective over that. So, but it also means that I've understood, and in that process, I've, I've, I've cultivated me. Mm-hmm. a lot more and I've begun to walk into myself a lot more which is why I speak about the work which is why I can talk about love in the same breath in the same so, like, way it's, work it's all breath. one the, you know work, I mean? work in love yes, work in love it's, it's, it's all one it's all me it's, you is, know, it, is it difficult to find people who understand that? Yes. it's difficult to find people who understand me it's difficult to understand <laughs> that um, but more than anything I'm difficult you're difficult yeah you, you've, got, you've got a lot of personality yeah and you and you feel like you have a lot of ideas. Yeah. Like I'm a lot. You're a lot. I am. I'm exhausted. So how has dating been for you in the past? Because um, I remember when we first met, yeah. I feel like you had a little something with somebody. Yeah. Is that still a thing? Mm, I was getting there. Uh-huh. Okay. So I've become very sensitive to energy, right? Okay. okay. So okay. in this cultivation of peace and cultivation of self, mm-hmm. I now am... Whereas I, before I was very insecure about, am I asking too much or am I being unreasonable? I know I'm not. Mm-hmm. And I know why. And I know that I give as much and I am as much. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, so the one thing is, I don't think that people are perfect, but if you're not self-aware enough for me... <sighs> then we're going to have us a problem. I'm going to breathe you out. Yo, wow. Yo, hey. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> like that hit me in my chest. It's like, I'm going to breathe you out. Just, whew. damn. Like, and didn't that feel good? It did feel just... good, but now I feel sad. Like I've been breathed out and I didn't know. But, but, but in the same way that the lungs and the, and the body doesn't have space for certain type of air once it's done mm. its thing. Yeah. The air is uncomfortable in the body, yeah. you know? And mm-hmm. that's that's a lot of our relationships, that's a lot of our situations. We're uncomfortable in space that don't belong to us, but we claim them. We're just like, we, we're supposed to be here, or we have to be here, or there is no other alternative to be here. I think that's the most dangerous one. And we're, we're, I mean? we're, like, we're like, we must be here because there's nowhere else to be. Or, or, or I'm scared of being without, or I don't know what not being here feels like. You know yes, what I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and... I think the one thing that my, my upbringing did for me, which is really great, is acclimatize me to change. Mm-hmm. So I'm about about it. You're you about know? about it. I'm like about you, about it. You switch um, up. I love it. I like, actually, like a Swiss I, army I, knife. <laughs> <laughs> I like the change. I like it. I like, I like to use this tool. I like to use, you know. Um, Flick it out. Flick it in. It's fine. <laughs> about it. I like to be prepared for stuff. And I like to, I like to experience new things. Mm-hmm. A novelty is very, very like delicious for me. Yeah. Um, it does have its downsides, um, but I think one of the great things around the the, 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 the change readiness and the change um, appetite I have mm-hmm. is that when I see that I'm fucking up, I can double back. Uh, you course correct. Or Yeah, yeah. so you know what I mean. Yeah, I can yeah. course correct or, mm-hmm. or I can... Uh, well, for me, it's not scary to be wrong. Um, being known as something doesn't motivate me to keep being that even when it doesn't serve me. Oh, so like if you're known as like the sassy one. Yeah. Like, oh, but it's all I've ever been. Like, you're, yeah. you're, no, no, it's it's not cool anymore. Yeah, I'm good. I'm like, good. It's yeah. it's fine. I'm I'm zen now. I'm chill. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why it's like, it's it's a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a lot. So it is, it does get a lot in terms of, so in that space, understanding that and all of that, mm-hmm. I am, I was in a, in a situation, and I understood why I was in it. Okay. Right. 
Um, you're, gonna be, you're not going to tell us why you were in it, are you? Oh, I do. I needed an emotional scratching post. Oh, damn. Yeah. Yeah, no. That's a that's a real thing, hey. It's true. Sometimes you do, yeah. It's true. It's it's unhealthy, but I and I thought that mm-hmm. saying it to the person would make it okay because previously when I've known I needed one, but I call it we normalize this word rebound, right? Yeah. But we don't say what it actually is and what it is is my inability to deal with my emotions and my lack of confidence in my ability to heal myself mm-hmm. means that I need somebody else I need to use somebody else as a tissue. Oh. Somebody else's mother gave birth to a tissue for me. Yeah. Nine months raising education, <laughs> food, water. To come wipe, come and snort. And what, what, like, what, what, what I feel like wiping on them. <laughs> that one. <laughs> okay, these are human beings. Bruh. Oh um, my gosh. Suddenly I'm going through like some of my past interactions and I'm like, God damn, God damn. Right? God damn, God damn, God right? damn. It's like, yeah, no, uh, I cringed as soon as I, I, I was like emotional scratching post and I was like, uh, these are human beings, these are not tissues. And, and I thought about people that I, I wasn't never, I wasn't ready for, mm. you know, I wasn't in the space to be with, mm. but because like I said, I've, I've all, I, I grew up in a tribe, right? In a, in a, in a village. I, I've always had love, always. Always, always had love. You, always had you are that kid. It takes a village. Yep, you are the kid. I am the. I am. You the are the child. Of the ch- yeah. So as much as I've got all the confidence, as much as I believe in a lot, and as much as I've got like boundless energy, and that comes from that, I always, I also had a self-soothing deficit. Mm. So when I cry, somebody must hear me. Somebody must witness my tears. Somebody must hold me. Mm. Um, when I'm happy, somebody must laugh, laugh with me. Somebody must celebrate with me. You know. Um, so my emotions weren't necessarily just valid on their own. Mm. Um, dealing with my emotions is, is, is still, I mean, I, like I said, I just lost, uh, one of the parents in that village and, and I, I said to in, in crying and in eating, not eating, sleeping, not sleeping. I'm like, this is supposed to teach you how to grieve. This is supposed to teach you how to heal. Do you know how to heal? And then I started going through my patterns of learning how to heal or how I thought situations where I felt I've needed to heal. And I, and I realized that I outsourced most of it. So you'd never had to hold it yourself? I never held space for myself. And so you got these emotional tissues to hold space for you. So and there's no way you can hold space as much for another person as that person needs to hold for themselves. Yeah. So there's, there's only so lacking. much you can hold. Right. There is always going to be that, that overflow. And so therefore you'll always be lacking. Mm. And one of, my, one of my friends said to me once when I was fighting with my ex-boyfriend, Nyam, you're one of the most passionate people I've ever met. You are passionate about everything. <laughs> everything. Now imagine how it feels when you're angry. Because we always think that passion is just that positive thing where you're like, I'm going to start a business. I'm, I'm going to dance the night away. I'm going to uplift my friends. But what about the anger? What, what about the, the negative? Darkness, yeah. Right? And so when you're holding space for me that isn't big enough or isn't warm enough or isn't doing the things that actually me holding space for me would have done, mm-hmm. I make you feel inadequate without meaning to. But I do. Do you? Fam. 
And so, so it's so it's going through that process of realizing those things and saying would you put if you now that you're aware right and somebody put you through that being aware you'd think they're evil and you and you thought it was okay like so you thought, thought it was okay that I've told you and we're all here aware but because it's also difficult for people to walk away from things like that especially if you do want to hold that space yeah. and you're trying to hold that space yeah. so and I've, I've always had like people who really do want to hold that space and um in most parts have held that space very well mm-hmm. had held it with grace um but without me being aware of what that is mm. I treat it with less grace. I treat it with less appreciation for what it takes and what it is, you know? Um, they say that there's nothing as pretty as our tears, particularly from a powerful woman. And that I am. Um, we'll talk about my alpha femme later, but I've come to accept that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so it does come across as manipulation because how could you be so smart and not know what you're doing? Mm. But I refused to see what I was doing because it served me, right? Yeah, because it, it was not in your interest to know that what you're doing is what you're doing. Yeah. And most of us sit in that place emotionally in, in terms of all types of hurt we cause. Particularly when we're dealing with pain that we haven't named. Mm. Right? So you're seeing what our, our men are going through what we are going through on in through their hands, you're seeing what um, the middle class is like, kind of not saying, but feeling like, in terms of what mm, they're doing to but, the masses. Yeah, you 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 know something is wrong. You know something isn't working, but it's not yet in your best interest to to acknowledge it. Yeah, and also the fear of what I do then. Right, because we know already that I have to sit alone, and I don't want to sit alone, and I, and I, right. But, but to come to that realization is to have to sit alone, to come to the full realization, and to love sitting alone. I I don't. I don't not like being alone because I'm boring. I don't not like being alone because A B C. Mm. Right. Understand it. Breathe through it. Be in it. Sit in it. Um, understand that loneliness and why you want to mm. I mean for me when I don't have somebody to, to hold when I'm in that emotional scratching place my feet tend to grip the sheets oh like so there's a physical manifestation of it and now I know the signs and I'm grateful because I know I'm anxious I know I'm in pain and I know whatever I'm going to be doing is coming from trying to relieve that instead of thinking no I definitely want you so yeah in a space of healing in a space of healing <laughs> like like I feel like being like cut the podcast I just need to go have a drink with fam um, <laughs> but yeah no you know grab your drink while I think so you said you're gonna tell me about the alpha fe- alpha femme mm. teach me new words teach me new things Arakel <laughs> as if you haven't this whole time but like alpha femme speak me uh-huh. speak me <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, you know, the work of self and the self-exploration mm-hmm. and the understanding of self and the, and coming into being. Um, 
you start to understand what pulls and repels people, what pulls and repels you. Mm-hmm. What is against your true rules and what belongs to the dream? Mm. And whose dream it actually is. Right? And therefore the self-criticism is also criticized. And you unpack it and you understand it and then you get into that space. So for, like you said, I'm, I'm loud, I'm highly energetic, I'm... I've got a lot of energy. I'm, you know, you've like got I'm this, there. You've got this just ball of energy, right? You are infectious, uh, but, not like COVID. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I can also be that can also be incredibly irritating. That can also be overbearing, um, depending on where you are on the spectrum, right? Mm-hmm. Or how you receive things, or what your experience is. You can experience that as over domineering, you dominating. You can. It can be a lot of things, mm-hmm. right? Um, as a female, or also other part of me is my sensuality. I'm a very naturally sexy person. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, you are. I really wow. Am. <laughs> <laughs> um, not only am I sensual, whatever. So I've grown to be sexy, but as a, even as a child, I had like a very sensual yeah. vibe. Yeah. And like a very, I thought, healthy relationship with sex. It's just I didn't understand it and I wasn't allowed to understand it because mm-hmm. it's inappropriate, right? Yeah. But there's a... I've always been like, I, you know, with the whole... I'm like chilled about the sex chat like anybody who's ever had this conversation with me about sex is like why are you so open about this like, like <laughs> why are you he why are you, like, how is this okay that you're saying this and uh-huh. i'm like because it just is it's not it's not linked to ethics and shame and we've done that to it yeah but it just is right so but as you grow you get snapped over the hand for all the impolite parts or all the parts that aren't easy to explain in church or to your friends or to um, to your colleagues or whoever space I'm in, right? Mm-hmm. To the parts that don't fit the mold, you're smacked over the hand and, and that was part of that. So my loudness, my energy, my, my confidence, uh, my intelligence, um, my sexiness has always been things that have been... Smack over the hand. Yeah. Right? Sort of like, tone yeah. it down, tone baby. It down. Bring it, bring it, bring it down like three. It's too much. You're too much. much. You're too much. That right. phrase, you're too much. Yeah. Jeez. Okay. Yeah, whole life. We're all triggered here. And so, yeah. <laughs> right? Fam. Um, yeah, no, a, a whole lot of things. And I'm not, like I said, I've, I've come from a lot of love. So it's I've always had a nice sort of balance, to be mm-hmm. honest. No buts. I've always had no buts, even though, like, it's getting to me. I've always had a no buts, yeah. right? Um, constantly. But I think there was a stage where I, I shrunk. I definitely shrunk. And I was just like, I'm going to try to be this little nice girl that everybody says I apparently am and should be and yeah. whatever. And like, nothing happened. I just partied and drank too much. Like when you tried to tone yourself down. Yeah. It's almost like it, like when you squeeze something and it squirts out the other end. Yeah. 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 So like you exactly. try to squeeze and something else squirt down. Precisely. Just, and, it, and, it was, and the stuff that squirted out wasn't the stuff that you were trying to refine. It wasn't the stuff that was trying to, that, does, that builds the dream. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It, it was all the stuff that is destructive. And I've seen that a lot in all of us, like in the spaces that we're in, like mm-hmm. it, whether it's work, mm-hmm. whether it's, well, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, so I'm there now and I'm also just like, sexually, I'm like, I'm all kinds of compromised. Like I'm getting, I'm pulling, 
mm-hmm. right? But is it doing the things that I am? Mm. Is it doing? Is it is it is it conducive to the whole being, right? And I found that I. Okay, sharp. There's a being, but I thought that maybe I'll get whole when I'm 30. <laughs> yeah, no, there was that lie, hey? Like when you're 30, suddenly, like you wake up one day, yeah. you look at your legs, yeah. you look at your thighs, you look at your mind, you're like, yes, queen, yep. and you're done. It's a whole thing. <laughs> it's a whole thing. Right? I, you, you don't understand. That was my mantra in my 20s. Thanks. I was like, I can't wait till I'm 30. When I, I hit 30, wait till I'm 30. I'm ready. Yeah, no. That was the thing. Um, and yeah. I also, in terms of relationships, being told, and the feedback was, I'm a bully, I'm what, what, what. And like within time, relationships? Yeah. Was this with predominantly men, with women? Females. So with my, women. So most of my 20s was females. Ah. Um, yeah, I've mostly dated females. And then they, they were like, you're a bully? Yeah. So I don't know why I would have thought that would be more likely to come from dudes. So, it's because I was a bully. Oh. TBH. Like, like to um, be honest, man. No, look, at the time, I didn't mean to. I Last thing I wanted, um, love people, wouldn't want to treat somebody like you're lesser than, wouldn't want to, like, oppress you. Mm-hmm. But when you don't understand yourself, like, that's why I keep going back to that self-awareness. Mm-hmm. When you don't understand yourself, the kind of harm that you're doing... Is monumental, hey? Fam, people need to take a beat. doing it. And you keep... Doing it. And, and you, you keep do it justifying in ways. It. And you're like, no, but it's different because. And I'm a da ba 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 Hey. Right? And that song. Same yeah. beat. <laughs> different players. Different same players. Same songs. Right? Mm-hmm. Shout. Yeah. Um, and then I was like, okay. Now in the self, you know, understanding whatever. I, I, I chucked what was theirs to them. I chucked what was me to me and also reconciled the parts I didn't like or feared. Mm-hmm. So the sexiness and all of those things that were a part of me, I, I started to fear mm-hmm. and I started to claim back Yeah, and understand as my tools, which is why I speak about the Swiss knife. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, my rage, I, I can be completely ungracious and, 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 and so blind when I'm angry. Um, but I can also channel that passion into finding out what would help, mm. right? Because I'm a grown-up now. I don't have to just react. I can respond. And that's not a rush issue. Okay. Right? Yeah. And it's not coming from monopolizing the feelings around the situation. It's around owning the progress. Right? Of everything that's happening. Right? And, yeah. and owning my purpose, which is love. So from bringing love into the situation, what does my rage do? Like, how is it bringing love? Like, and if it's not bringing love, then what right. you going to do about that rage in the way it is? And so, so understanding those things and, and reconciling myself and doing the accounting of Nyam, mm-hmm. like the checks and balances, the credits and the debits, the, 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 the entire... So like, who do you owe money? Right. <laughs> like, who owes you? <laughs> just like, you know, like, yeah. yourself. I'm literally like, where are, we, where, are we, where are we a deficit to this world? Where are we a credit? Mm-hmm. Um, where are we doing that to ourselves and, like, to who you really are? And undoing a lot of the stuff that I just, like, misinterpreted or misplaced yeah. has also then freed me to be on some, no, I'm taking back the sexy, I'm taking back the smart, I'm taking back the witty, yeah. and I'm taking back the compassionate, and I'm, take, I'm taking all this shit back. Mm-hmm. And I am going to live it, whether or not 
it puts me in a situation where I might have to face the rage. Whether or not it puts me in a situation where somebody says, wait, know your place, because that triggers me. Right? Know your place. Yeah. Yes. Okay? Mm-hmm. So that's where I'm saying in terms of the alpha femme, I'm not... Okay, first of all, I'm against these label things, but if we have you to do are. it... You are. I remember we had this uh, like conversation where I was just like, so are you like bi or what? And you're like, I don't do labels. I was like, ugh. <laughs> How am I supposed to understand you then? <laughs> but you should understand that I'm love and that's all that matters, right? Yeah, so I know. If the thing has got a penis or whether it's got a cookie, like... How come you can't say I'm vagina? Love. Say vagina. Say I it right now. say vagina. Say vagina. I don't like vagina. Oh. I don't like pee-pee. I don't like vagina. I like gina. I like you like gina. I like pussy. I like pussy is great. Yes. So, cunt still triggers me. I don't know. Are we okay with that now? Like, cause cunt feels. For me it's got no power. It's got no power. No. Okay, so we're saying it's cunt. Like dick, 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 and cunt. Same thing for me. Dick and cunt. Okay. Woo-hoo! Except growth. Except for <laughs> okay, everything is tone, right? Yes, 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 yes. Everything is tone, right? Yeah. Because there's been some yummy discussions. <laughs> Ooh, wait, what? What yummy discussions? Is this is this an off the record thing now? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So mm-hmm. I keep trying to eat during a podcast. Yeah, why do I feel so- like taking that damn nachi from you? The podcast you only sip on this podcast. Everyone knows that. Speaking of which, you keep talking. I'm going to get more wine. <laughs> oh, oopsie. Oh wait, no, it's not broken yet. Okay. It's, okay, you keep talking. Okay. So, um, we're talking about Alpha Femme, right? So, yeah. the Alpha Femme, in terms of the labels, I don't like it, but if we have to do the label thing, um, we've categorized females into, or people, into all sorts of things. So, you've got the beta male, you've got the alpha male, and the alpha male is usually the beat the, the hands on the chest, ooga booga, caveman nigga. Um, and then you've got your um, beta male, who's, you know, what mm-hmm. I call evolved. Um, beta males? Yeah. I don't know, though. I'm about, about it. You're about a beta yeah. male life? Hear me out. I can't. Okay. Here, here, here is evolution, I am mama. literally about right. to drink out of a crack glass. Evolution of the human being is also a part of, like, moving past me versus you. Right? Okay. And then it is us versus them. Okay. Right? Now... Beta males are the least likely to be the ones leading, like, all of the hateful rallies, right? The beta male's probably going to be the one who's like, actually, feminism makes sense because human rights. Yeah, like, they're, they're humans. Okay. And they're, and Alpha they're, males are conditioned to be top, regardless of what it means, regardless of whether it works. Okay, okay, now when you explain it like that... Okay, okay, I can see I can see where we'd be getting right. Okay, okay, but but then again, that is my definition of toxic alpha. Maybe. Okay. So maybe that's toxic alpha. So like you do like an get al- an alpha who is benevolent. Yeah. Right? Yes. Um I'm just saying that because oversimplification and mm-hmm. because that's what we do with narratives, mm-hmm. we kind of split things into two, even though there are subsets and there and those subsets are very, very important. They're not actually subsets, they're actual individual groups. Yeah. But we like to clump things into, into consumable. Like yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, clusters. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the, 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 the alpha male would be the one who's, you know, in charge, the one who's leading, who's, whose voice is heard. Mm-hmm. That would be the preferred messenger in terms of change terms, right? Yeah. So your CEOs, your managers, your what-whats. Yeah. The beta would be the person who 
everybody kind of negotiates with, everybody kind of like tells their issues to the kind of um, the person who would be unlikely to start the fight. But if you did, would probably be like try to talk you out of it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So not necessarily the the traditional strong male in terms of what we have conceptualized. Science. Again, yeah. uh, guys, there are a whole lot of inverted commas happening here. Just yeah, no, it's, it's it's bunny like, ears. It's like yeah, a whole farm of bunny ears right here, right? Okay, yeah. so <laughs> just know this. <laughs> so this whole part is bunny ears. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of like. The construction of the male, that's that, right? So now in terms of the female, there isn't necessarily supposed to be an alpha female, but she is spoken of as the matriarch. Mm-hmm. Unlikely to rise to power because of your gender, but likely because of, in Zulu, we call it Isiku. It's your... And English is just a nonsense, eh? Yeah, it's like, your English is so indelicate and so... <laughs> Shit! Ah! <Ham> okay. <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah, well, we'll get them. One um, day, one day. <laughs> yeah, so, but like, your 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 ness, right? Mm. So, anybody who like, follows me on Instagram, I'm nyaminess. Um, your ness, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> your essence, your... Yeah, um, would, you know, would, 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 would put you in those leadership positions traditionally, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, I'm one of those. Uh, what if, um, I'm not... I'm as logical as I am emotional. And if you've like been in my heart, you know it's a very, 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 very mushy and like loud place. Mm-hmm. I'm highly emotional. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm also highly logical. And that doesn't necessarily mean I'm more male. It just means it's... It's your ness. It's interesting to both sexes. Ah. And difficult to grapple with because they smell both on me very oh. strongly. So like both sexes can smell the thing that draws them in. Like whatever it is, be it being emotional, be it being super logical. Oh. Well, not like that. I think but it's like, more... But like they can smell something. Yeah, they smell something it, that... I've, I've been told um, twice that in my past life I must have been a king or a general. Nice! And I'm like, why couldn't I have been a queen? But and maybe, maybe there's that part of you. Yes, that is that I and both of these were males, right? So what they're saying is, and that's why I spoke about the alpha and the beta, mm-hmm. is I smell alpha on you. Like I see you in the way that I see a man, because they do see us differently. By the way, like I've I've interrogated this on a like, are you for fucking real? Like, like you see, like they see us as in like women differently, or like you know, have you watched how they see us when they see us? No, the black the, documentary. No, I refuse that. I, I need you to see it. No, because it'll hurt my heart, and I can't, I can't have my heart hurt anymore. I just so, so, so we'll talk about bacon and eggs, right? Later, when it comes to people's problems and whether you provide the bacon and eggs. My father once said that to me. Okay, quickly, I'll tell you. Okay. So, dad once said. <laughs> Uh, when, I, when I'm in cack, like at work, and I'm just like dealing with dumb people or like people who like really just test me. The Lord is testing you um, during that moment. But also testing me in the way that like it's not really my problem. Mm-hmm. I feel for and I feel responsible for and I, or, I, or I involve myself in. Mm-hmm. And he'd say to me, um, when it comes to people's problems, like providing breakfast, are you providing the eggs or the bacon? And I'm like, what do you mean? And he's like... When you provide the eggs, you give of yourself and you're walking around the farm. 
when you are baking giving you give yourself <gasps> and that's I was what, about to be like but bacon is better but now I understand mm-hmm. that that analogy you sacrifice yourself you, yes and that's what we do emotionally mm-hmm. in situations that we can't help that's what we do in, situ- in, in like physically in situations where we know it's not good for us mm. like we're just we're sacrifice just, for bull and remember when I bacon. talk about emotional tissues yeah the people who submit themselves to me <laughs> we are not victim blaming but you are, yeah. <laughs> no but um i think i think and part of my journey i think enables me to say this i have been in, in abusive situations i don't mean physically like to the point of bruises but yeah they've i've had my share mm-hmm. um no 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 isn't that no what how did i okay can we what Fuck that, okay? That's a, just a, a term, okay? Not share. Fuck that. What I meant was, okay? You, 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 I've you've been experienced some shit. Yeah. Oh my God, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> so, this is, like, Nyami just went through a whole thing right now. Like, it's a whole thing. She's now throwing up in her own mouth. It's a mess. Okay. Ooh. Oh, that's such a scary mess. Anyway. Yeah, so, in that... But yeah, that was very piece. good for catching that. I didn't catch it. Like, I was just like, wait, what? What's going on here? But yeah, ugh. no no one no, should I'm, have their share. Ugh, fuck me. I'm just so... Ugh. Yeah, Ooh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so in going through some of that shit, um, I did ask myself, what part did I play in this? And that doesn't mean you're victim blaming. It means you're owning your shit. A lot of bad stuff happens to good people. A lot of bad stuff happens with good intentions. <clears throat> What we don't do is own our shit, which is why it keeps happening, right? So in the same way I was telling you that I kept being smacked over the hand mm-hmm. for certain things, and I thought it was about my confidence. I thought it was about, and then they were calling me a bully, right? And so mm-hmm. I put away the things that were constructive and that were actually fine. Mm-hmm. These things are actually indifferent things. It's just the way that I was behaving or the way that I understood myself or didn't understand myself, the way that I did or didn't understand the context and people. The way that I did or didn't listen. So there's like more nuance to it. There's, because like it is a really dangerous thing to say, but like there is that understanding of in what way. Because I think that's also one of the things that gets taken from you when you're in an abusive relationship is the ability to understand and to see, and to then take the time to heal or even take the time to not. Like when it's happening again or just, it's so intricate and so delicate and just, yo. Yeah. Fam. Yeah. But I, 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 and I, and I, so all of these things are linked, right? Mm. That we shame women for staying in abusive relationships, but we clap for people who stay with abusive employers because money. Mm. But. Because we can't bank happiness, we can't bank peace. We don't count it, right? Yo. So, it's difficult to recognize the principle that we're talking about. Because we have to accept it in other spheres, right? We have Mm. to. That's the narrative we've spread. That between myself and food... There's a bank and a grocery store. Not the land, no. It's me, a school, an employer, a bank, a grocery store. It's between me and my food. 
So in giving up our power in the most basic ways, we have conditioned ourselves and also have just accepted, I guess, giving it up in all other ways. So it's not my fault. I had to because our sentiments that we hold really dear. Because what would happen if we were to wake up and be like and own ourselves? Mm. What would happen if we were to recognize that we are cells in the body of God and we either introduce healing or hurt or cancer? What would that mean to our egos? What would that mean to all the meaningless shit we've built around ourselves? <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. Like our level of existence can only be elevated by our level of being and thinking. But like you're saying, yes, there, there's a part of like, it's taken away from us, right? Mm -hmm. um, not just in abusive relationships, but in in our domestication. I'm actually reading um, The Four Agreements. And it's I love that book because it speaks about how we domesticated as humans and how we're molded around the stream that also breaks us. And therefore, we in a constant cycle of strife. Um, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I think we can end there, my baby. Okay. Oh, eat your nachi. So Nyami is a whole adult, like a whole adult, but it's also like a wilding, but you know, that's a story for another day. Truth is, it is so important what she said, right? Like when she talked about being an emotional tissue for something, this like triggered me. Like I stayed triggered, right? Because like later on, I'm just going to give some context. So after this episode, after our recording was really, really great, but I reconnected with an entanglement. Like for those of you who have been in the thick of black Twitter during the time of COVID, if you are in that vibe, you know, the Jada Pinkett, August Asina vibe, there was an entanglement. So I reconnected with an entanglement after this was, you know, recorded and I was triggered because like, what I was talking about with Nyami, that whole thing where you can use somebody as an emotional tissue because you don't know what you're bringing to the fore. And it is so important to be cognizant of the mess that you bring into other people's lives. So when I reconnected with this entanglement with, oh no, I kid, I'm not gonna sing that. But when I reconnected with this entanglement, it was a case of like having those really deep, really heavy, really kind of sometimes brutal conversations about what was this thing? What did this thing do? Like, you know, what was the impact that this thing had? And it just really, really made me think about like the scars that you bring into other people's lives and the scars you don't even know that you're bringing into other people's lives. And I think with queer people, we find it's like even more acute because we've been hurt in so many ways. We've felt rejection in so many ways. We've felt sadness in so many ways. We felt loneliness in so many ways. And it's that really, really terrible idea that hurt people hurt 
people. So like we just have this culture of bringing absolute nonsense and toxicity into each other's lives. And even if it's not like, you know, some of that full-blown nonsense that you know like you know somebody was abusive or somebody was this or somebody was like a cheater or whatever it was even though there's a lot of cheating in the queer community like we just need to be cognizant of that and like when we were recording this because you know I'm not going to tell you my process but there's a process when we were recording this I was sitting there on my high horse thinking like mm, no you know emotional tissue shouldn't do that to other people's children but then like fast forward however long later and I found out through a series of conversations that years ago I'd done this to someone's child but I thought I'd been a savior. I thought I was like, you know, doing a whole Jesus thing on them. Uh, like my whole savior complex came into like play. But when we had this conversation, literally like four years later, they were like, yo, like there was so much that's good and so much of the good that I hold on to, but there's so much of your presence in my life that I had to undo. So I think what I'm trying to say is that as queers, we come with a lot of baggage. I know this time my wrap up didn't come with a whole bunch of this is a definition or that was a definition. This was me just being and being like, whoa, fam, take stock of the things you're bringing into somebody else's life, right? Take stock of the way in which you feed any of the negativity within a space and within a relationship, especially intimate partner relationships, right? So anyway, what I'm trying to say is fix your shit, fam. Fix your shit and don't dump it on others. Oh, okay. Thank you for the mini therapy session. This is basically life. And I am your host, Tiff Mugo, telling you to calm your tits. Because life is not always that complicated. This podcast was created by Holla Africa Productions and sound engineered by Leon Erasmus of Digital Fanatic Studios. Music compiled by Mbali of Chosen Flower Collections.